Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I am your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and create the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to help change the way the world loves. So I'll be here to teach you how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful relationships that are just too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. So at any time during the week, if you're struggling, reach out to talk to me at my website, rihannamilne.com, and tell me what's going on. Today on this tape is part one of two tapes, each one hour long, of my class, Breaking the Chains, the Connections Between Childhood and Love Trauma. There is a PowerPoint to this class that you can see on video on my YouTube channel, Rihanna Milne. Should you prefer to listen, you will get all the details from that class. On tape two, there's a lot of bonuses and free gifts, so make sure you stay to the end. If at any time you need my help, reach out to me at rihannamilne at gmail.com and be sure to also visit my website, rihannamilne.com for free resources, the love test, book chapter downloads, and my free ebook on how to have the love you deserve. Thanks for tuning in. I've been working in trauma, just a little bit of background. For 21 years, I've worked in schools as what's called a SAC counselor, student assistance counselor. That is a specialized counselor that works with kids who are emotionally upset. And that was grades kindergarten all the way through college. Worked in a mental health unit for child and adolescents. Worked with women from the prison system in Atlantic City, drug and alcohol facility there and also in a teen drug alcohol facility and my private practice. I was always working around traumatic situations. And then I encountered two love traumas. Many of you have heard my stories if you've listened to me before, but the second one that was what sent me on my journey in 2011 to figure out what was going on with my partner. That was fascinating discovery because I have that science psychology mind. I graduated summa cum laude with a triple master's in applied clinical and counseling psychology. I did the research to get the answers that I needed. And that was what was super important to get the answers for my own healing. Because I was a therapist, I went to a ton of therapists to get answers. And the interesting thing was the therapist could not help me. Seven friends. And I'm like, what is it? Nobody knew what it was because childhood trauma was not in our DSM-4 manual as psychotherapists. It was not taught in my triple master's program. That's why I did the research on my own. And that led to my two bestsellers, Live in Love Beyond Your Dreams, and to my own healing and my awareness. And when I was coming across this material, I'm like, oh my God, people have to know this. And some people told me I was crazy. Some people said childhood trauma doesn't exist. And I knew that it did. So I was talking about this years ago when nobody did have any idea what it was. And finally, it's all catching up. It's getting out there. The world is getting informed. I developed one of the tools that I have used for many years, the Childhood Trauma Checklist, that we'll go in tonight that people help to self-identify to see if they've had any of these traumas. The neat thing about this education, I was so surprised and I kept looking for the differences 
between men that experience trauma, women, my straight clients, my LGBTQ clients, and there was really no differences in the way of treatment and the experiences and the hurt and the effect on the brain and the body. It was really quite amazing that no matter your age from 16 and my oldest client coming through was 76, that the healing processes I've been using over many years still is so effective that it doesn't matter on the age group or your sexual identity because childhood trauma has no prejudice. And I was thrilled to see it and really fascinated by those facts. Most of you are single, not dating. I do want to tell you the good news about COVID is people are now looking for more serious relationships. So that is wonderful. The thing is, it is a competitive dating world out there and it's kind of a scary one. So it's my job to educate and help you feel confident and empowered in your dating journey. We're going to do Q&A. I have lots of gifts to give you at the end. The way you get your reports is kind of like an educational thing since I've worked in schools is they're simple questions, but it will show that you are listening. But at the end, people are really great about opening the room and asking their questions. I just want everyone to feel safe, loved, and supported here, so don't be shy. And then if my students are here or my graduates, they may also come in and answer the questions based on their experience and what they've learned. As a family, they're always invited to everything that I do. So I have students in here tonight. I've got Ani with me, and I think I saw more. Nora was on the beach with yesterday. Believe it or not, we had his module one. And when they're local, I'm in Palm Beach County, Florida, I do a beach session and we meditated on the beach and we did the celebratory breakfast. So that's who I am. I'm very down to earth. I'm very impassioned about helping you guys feel amazing. Okay, we're going to talk in tonight about the connection between childhood and love trauma breaking those chains of trauma that tends to hold down our greatness, our courage, our boldness, our zest for life, our energy, our passion, our joy. And when they are clear, when they are gone, you really do focus on creating that life you desire and having the love you deserve. Really the best way to explain it is my client stories and my testimonials. If you have a chance, read those on my website. Today we're going to discover the connection between childhood and love trauma, five things you can do right now to find quality love, how to be more confident and successful with dating, understanding what past unconscious patterns to look for that could be sabotaging your success in love. And that's what makes this so tricky because they're so unconscious that are ingrained from your coping mechanisms from the past. When I work with people in coaching, it's not just coaching and teaching surface level stuff. We go very, very deep into the psychological, unconscious behaviors, patterns, thoughts, uh, emotional triggers, and we have to clear those all up, rewrite the story, reparent yourself. There's many, many techniques I use as a trauma specialist to get that healing going for you so that you feel amazing about yourself and your life. This is for you if you're feeling frustrated, so you've stopped dating for now, and again, that whole COVID thing most people did, too busy or choosing not to date right now, dating a lot but not finding the one and getting frustrated over that. You're with a partner, but you may start dating again. You're not sure if they're the one and you're here kind of questioning and that's perfect. You do want to question if you're seeing doubts or red flags, don't want to stay stuck, stay in something where your joy is zapped. We call that energy vampires, where they just steal your joy and your energy. We're going to look at all of that tonight. And if you're tired of picking all the wrong people, which we call a broken picker, 
or repeatedly get hurt by narcissistic partners or those you love, you're younger or even middle-aged and you want marriage or family, or you're more in the baby boomer generation like I am, you want that retirement partner, you want to know the exact skills to attract an emotionally healthy you want to go from dating to mating. My teachings all come from my research in childhood and love trauma, like I said, plus 21 years as a licensed mental health counselor and working with kids of trauma and adults of trauma. There is a real and serious connection between the two of them. I've been talking about this for years and years and years. And finally, the word has gotten out and people are starting to understand this. It's very exciting for me to see it. You need to heal from past childhood trauma to make all your relationships successful. Parent-child relationships, your own children, your friendships, all of this is impacted if your childhood trauma is getting in the way, even your business relationships. There's a lot of dating and relationship advice out there for sure, but none that got to the deeper psychological issues and the root of the unconscious behavioral patterns. And that's when I needed help with love trauma years ago. No one could help me. This was not out there. It's great that it is. We have the research and this made the huge difference in my client's life that's first started with therapy and then I went coaching. Some people aren't sure what the differences are. As a therapist, I can only work within my own state. So at that time, that was New Jersey. And I got to tell you, I love my Jersey clients because they were with me as I'm writing Live Beyond Your Dreams in my book. I'm like, look, I read a new chapter and they're in the waiting room reading it. They're like, really, this is going to be amazing. So they were watching all this process. Then I'm handing them these worksheets. They're like, these are great. You got to put them in a book one day. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have time. So my notebooks for my clients are 150 pages based on the research. My New Jersey clients were the first people getting into the coaching realm with me, even though I was still a therapist. I went for over two years to be certified as a coach. So they were the grassroots growing this business with me and they're still in touch with me, which is beautiful. I've been using the mindset for success since my young 20s. It was a hobby of mine. I love to learn. I love biographies. Unfortunately, my very dear friend was killed when I was 16, but that led me on a spiritual path to understand life and happiness and joy and getting my joy back when I lost Michael. And I always thought, how much time do I have to do what I want to do to reach my goals, my dreams? My father taught me at that time, hun, you know, if you have the seven Ds for success, you're going to succeed in whatever you do in life. And that started me on the journey. And then in my mid-20s, I had a model and talent company, a school and an agency. And I had talent from five to 83. An 83-year-old Hildy was my busiest model. She was in billboards and on television commercials for senior banking, senior living, uh, physical therapy centers. She made a fortune. All these people from Erie, PA had these big city dreams. And most of their families and friends would laugh at them like, oh, yeah, you're going to be model? Uh-huh, right. And I remember my auto mechanic, Michael, big Baywatch guy, and he goes, I want to be a, a fashion model. And I said, well, you're kind of beefy, and the fashion models are more thin. I said, but you're a perfect Baywatch guy. And he goes, oh, I love that show. I said, let's get you on Baywatch. And he ended up on Baywatch. So I've been helping people manifest their dreams and goals since my young 20s. And that's what I do. And now I do it for my coaching clients. Wherever you are is perfect. When people come to me, we start with where their dreams are. We start embellishing them. So if you've been struggling up to now, I just want you to really understand that it's not your fault. As children, we are young and innocent and childhood trauma happens to us. 
No one taught us how to date successfully. We learned by the fairy tales, Sleeping Beauty and the love and romance novels. That's how we learned to fall in love. And we all called it chemistry. Wow, there's this hot attraction. That must be good. And then the research shows differently. Chemistry is not the answer for falling in love. Successful results for love relationships come from the research and it's more complex than most singles can even begin to know. There is a more emotionally intelligent and successful way to date that gives you a psychological edge. That's what we're gonna talk about. And then you can attract an emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious relationship. Now I say this a lot, so I want you to understand what that means. Emotionally healthy begins with the self. When people are hurt in love, very often human behavior goes towards blame. Well, they did this to me and they did that. So we really begin by getting you emotionally healthy, starting to claim responsibility, starting to get you to feel amazing about who you are as a person. Now, this is psychological. This is emotional intelligence tools. This is spirituality and some psychological things that I am doing from my 21 years in business. So it is a hybrid model that I use with my clients. It's very unique, very different, but I teach emotional health first for the self, self-love. Evolved means to be your highest and your best self, meaning really being a great person, living in integrity. Your word is, is your bond. You will always think, is this word action indeed for the good of all? That is a spiritual concept. Conscious life and love is we do think before we do anything, before we act. That is a huge shift in most people. Most people just act. They don't think, they just do. That's what tends to get them in trouble. So when you have this emotional intelligence in life, love, business, it's amazing how much easier and peaceful and loving your world becomes. When you learn these skills, you have them and you use them forever. I hope that's making more sense. Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve is a five-star rated book and quoted as the guidebook on love. An Amazon number one bestseller, Love Beyond Your Dreams clearly tells you who to date or avoid and why, how to heal from toxic partners, how to date to attract an emotionally healthy partner, and how to have loving, safe, fabulous, and sustainable relationships. Over 400 pages of eye-opening facts based on research that will change the way you love. Love Beyond Your Dreams, available in paperback on amazon.com and in bn.com, in the Barnes & Noble bookstore, and on e-readers, Kindle, and Nook. Get your copy now and read it cover to cover. Love Beyond Your Dreams, break free of toxic relationships to have the love you deserve because it's time you have the love that you deserve. The five gifts were that are worth thousands tonight. There is something for everyone when you stay to the end. The two free reports are really amazing. Six ways to eliminate toxic love and attract healthy love and the eight dating disasters to avoid and what to do if you encounter these predators. Now, this is just a tip of the iceberg. My whole course, Success in Dating, is about the things you should do in dating and the things you must watch out for in dating. So this is just an overview worksheet, but you're going to learn a lot. I am offering free life and love transformation discovery sessions at the end with a special link that's worth $497. Some of you that are taking these free love tests, 
you get an idea of the type of assessments I do. They're quick, they're easy, they're educational. And I do five of them and spend one hour totally focused on you, what you experienced in your childhood, in your past, in your love relationships, and make the correlations with how you answer on your tests. So some people say, well, can I just come talk to you for the hour? No, I do. There's correlation for you because then I can help you. Then I really understand where your past is influencing you today. And then we move forward. It's an amazing session. I do have it on my website for $47, but tonight with a special link, it will be free. So I want you to have that if you have not done the session yet. Uh, and there's all kinds of other discounts and deals of thousands of dollars. So stay and enjoy yourself. And some of my credentialing is I'm a certified clinical trauma specialist, licensed mental health counselor, and licensed addictions counselor for over 21 years. My podcast is called Lessons in Life and Love. I have 106 shows. My YouTube channel, I think I have 250 audios and videos. I am uh, one of the dating coaches on the docu-series Radical Dating, Finding Lasting Love Over 40. My client, Scott, was the first to date, first to have a full-time partner, and is happily married. And those are the stories that I love. I am an author of seven books, writing one on trauma now, and I'm a best-selling author. I appeared on all the news stations starting around the trauma of 9-11. So I've been doing news reports on and off throughout the years, usually trauma-informed. I did a lot of speaking in the Barnes & Noble bookstores when my books came out. And that's the crew and Scott's in the front and the lower right, um, my client that is now married. This year, I won the Top 100 Successful Women Globally Award. I was very shocked to hear that. And they're putting that in a book. It'll be released on Amazon this summer. And you can see Love Beyond Your Dreams went to number one on Amazon in three different categories. And then you know what my podcast looks like. The first thing you must do is to decide to have the love you deserve. Decision is the first of the seven Ds. And it's a very important concept because psychologically you are saying to yourself, to your mind, no matter what, I have decided, I know that I'm going to make this happen for myself. Like when I went from a local therapist in New Jersey down to Delray Beach, Florida, I decided I'm going global with this message. This was too important to play small. I had to teach a lot of people about this concept. And I decided to take on a business coach. And she was an investment for sure. It was $85,000 for the year. But I decided that investment was going to work for me. And within one year, I made over 100 the first year out. And I continue to. So this is the decision when we know in our minds and we have the mindset for success, which I have been using since my 20s, what I dream to do comes to be. So you also have to decide to have that love you deserve. No longer settle. No longer stay in relationships that are hurtful and painful. So decision, decide is the first step. So this is part of the personality where you need to be psychologically ready to start to create that life you desire and be willing to know the exact skills when it comes to love and dating. Because the shocking truth is in 2012, when I did my research over those two years, 11, 12, 13, 14, those were the years I was doing heavy research, nine out of 10 people, it's a stretch. They said probably close to nine people were struggling in life and love, all rooted in unconscious, unhealed childhood and love trauma. Well, I continue to go to trainings and study. I have to for my license for mental health. Um, and I do it because I love to learn. But now all the stats say 100% of people have experienced childhood trauma. This is like the newest thing that I've heard this year. 
that we have all experienced it and we're all amongst friends here. So understanding this is very important because you can heal from this and learn to eliminate for good those negative unconscious fear-based thoughts and the destructive, repetitive, unhealthy behavioral patterns that can be destroying you in life and your love relationships. And that's what is really hurting people. They're acting from these emotional wounds, which we call emotional triggers. And the triggers are what happened when we were young. If you keep finding yourself attracting narcissistic partners that rope you into toxic cycles of fighting, emotional or verbal abuse, or who constantly shut down, they don't want to talk to you, they just go passive aggressive, or they show any other toxic dysfunctional behavior patterns, that will ruin your chance at a loving lasting relationship. But know this can be changed. Now, if you're in a coupled relationship and you want change and they refuse to go, or they go once and they complain about the coach or the therapist, trust me, there's usually something more there. I always know when I have a narcissist or sociopath in front of me, because they're always blaming everybody else. They always blame their partner. They take no responsibility. We can't change the other if they're refusing to change. But the good thing is we can change you. We can change yourselves if you decided you're not going to live in this way. Even for my couples, when I have one partner with that strength that says, I've decided I'm not taking this anymore, I am going to learn to live in love in a different way. You've become strong, confident, you learn the skills. And very often, all my clients that have come to me, and I'm thinking of someone I have right now who's married and he came in and she refused. She's continuing to go to the marriage counselor they saw for over a year and he was ready to leave the marriage. He goes, I'll try one more effort. I'm going to go with coaching because he recognized he had some childhood wounds from some of my tapes, my podcasts. He wanted the help and he goes, you know what? Maybe I'll rebuild this marriage. Maybe I won't. But if I'm single, I'm going to be amazing when I'm out there dating. And if I'm going to be a married man, I'm going to be amazing being that partner. I'm going to learn the skills to communicate better. Anyone can enter coaching, even if your partner refuses. This is what is typical of the relationship that's struggling. It's the cycle of pain and abuse. Now, I want you to know it begins with frustration or emotional triggers. Why? Because the frustration comes from the emotional triggers that are not healed you see. And then some people have this fast trigger anger, and then it leads to dysfunctional behavior, which is the yelling, the screaming, the name calling, any kind of emotional abuse, putting down your partner, shutting down and not talking to them for days as a punishment. Over time, and these repeating really ruins the passion, the trust, the fun, and the friendship of the couple. The truth is a woman is hardwired for safety in her brain. Her old brain, her reptilian brain, our number one need is safety because we are the child bearer. And for women in the room, you need to know the number one need for a man is attraction. Why? Because he was made to procreate the race. Now, there's a lot of difference between male and female brains and physiology, which I do go into with my clients. But this one fact is really important for my men in the room to understand. If you do not make your lady feel safe, she will slowly erode the passion. And then even if she's successful, you've got to be that strong man. You've got to have her back, as we say the support. And you've got to be that man that's very evolved himself. If this happens over time, the partner stuck feeling hopeless about the future. You're nervous. Am I, is my partner going to be good today when I come home? Are they going to be starting a fight with me? It's that walking on eggshell. And then you've got all this stress going on and the anxiety. 
everything I hear all the time is my clients coming to me, oh my God, I have this ongoing anxiety. Then there's usually bouts of depression. Then when we tie this with the unhealed childhood trauma, the Kaiser Permanente study that did the research behind overweight people and childhood trauma, they were finding unhealed childhood trauma had so much stress and damage on the brain and the body cells that disease and early death was coming with this unhealed trauma. They did all the physiology, all the science based on health. And when I was doing my research, I was doing it on emotional love, success in life, love of self, and success in business. Interesting, I love their study because they had over 17,000 people that went through childhood trauma studies. They came up with the ACE test. And it was funny, I looked at their ACE test and my childhood trauma checklist. I'm like, how did they miss abandonment? How did they miss bullying? How did they forget my kids from the foster care system? Like they were all traumatized. Mine came from my real activity of working with kids in trauma and their list was very different. But I saw down the road, the CDC did update the test and it includes bullying now, it includes abandonment now. For me, that was like a huge miss when that test first came out. It was very different, but at least their research was very fascinating. This is the cycle that people get into and then they make up and they're good for about 10 days average and then something else happens. You got to get you out of the cycle. There's definitely an art and science to help you break free of emotional triggers that seem to control you and ruin your life and your relationships. But you can end that anxiety, the depression, the fears in your mind, and in frustration with dating, feeling like you just can't get it right, or frustration with your partner to finally have the love that you deserve. Let's go into what is trauma. And if you're on my email list, you got this maybe last week, but there's a lot of new people, like I said, coming in daily from the trauma summits. This is how we describe trauma. There's a big event and most people always equated, well, I didn't have childhood trauma. I had a pretty normal childhood. And you would think of, was I born with a disability or did I have a major car accident or an accident that took me out of school for six months? You know, those are what most people think of big traumas. And yes, that exists. We call it big T. It's one single experience. But the little T traumas are these enduring, repeated, multiple times or negative experiences that completely overwhelm the ability to cope or process the ideas and the emotions involved with that ongoing experience. And this is the part that most people have that they don't understand or realize is really impacting them as an adult. Let's go into a little brain science here, guys. I swear it's easy. It's important to know that the impact is exactly the same on your areas of the brain and the body with big T and little t trauma, okay? Humans repeat what is familiar. That's how we are made because the triune brain, which we call a reptilian or the old brain and the prefrontal cortex of our brain functions to keep us alive and safe. When the frontal lobe of the brain is impacted by negative repetitive messages, you're no good. Look fat in that. I'm not sending you to college. You'll never succeed. Football coaches are so hard on their kids. So coaches give negative messages. You know, why can't you do better? What's the matter with you? They come from teachers, coaches, parents, people who are supposedly love and care about us. And these are the repetitive messages or the actions in your childhood years. You have trouble feeling safe, even though realistically you are, you're always seeking safety or connection through others instead of self. ANS, which is the automatic nervous system is formed by the environment. It's shaped by what you see, hear, and feel and how you react to those experiences. This is how you're starting to form these patterns in your younger years. 
the relationships you have in these early years impact how we respond to our world as an adult because they're already shaped in our brain. With the repetition of the same type of events, it becomes hardwired into our brain, causing unconscious thoughts, actions, and reactions that usually last a lifetime. Now, the great thing is about brain science is the brain is malleable. We can change the trauma and the trauma response in our brain and our body. And I use a whole lot of different techniques to do that. Like I said, they come from psychology, holistic health, vitamin therapy, meditation, psychological strategies, mindset for success. I throw it all in and it's all part of my system. We can change how you react in life and love as an adult. We can completely get those emotional triggers to not even phase us, which I call have energy around the heart. Some people feel it in the heart. Some people, when they're upset, feel it in the gut. Part of the brain is in the gut. They're wired together. This is why chemistry is a problem, falling in love by chemistry. So having chemistry with someone we're attracted to comes from this result, often leading us to toxic partners with very similar characteristics of our difficult parents or any behaviors that our parents did. Because the brain likes consistency, that's what it's attracted to. Even if it's emotionally unhealthy for us, this is why most people repeat toxic relationship patterns, which we call RRS, Relationship Repetition Syndrome and attract similar partners. That's why someone might have that toxic marriage and finally get out of it. It's like, all right, I'm going to read a hundred self-help books. I'm going to sit on every class that's free. Go listen to all the podcasts. And they're like, I swear I got it right. And then they get another toxic partner and then another one. And they're like, what's wrong? What's going on? And after my second one, I'm like, okay, I don't get it. You know, I'm really a nice lady. I'm a great mom, really good in business. And I'm like, why am I attracting toxic people? Well, the answer to that is the sociopaths, psychopaths go after kind-hearted people. The studies show they go after teachers, nurses, counselors, spiritual people that attend church, synagogues, services. That's who they attach to. Why? Because they crave it for themselves. But the problem is they're not emotionally healthy. Initially, that love feels real. And they love it. They often love bomb you. And if you're someone that did not have much love and attention as a child, then you're going to be very attracted to that. You see, the self-love has to be stronger and the intelligence smarter and wiser so that you can decipher, is this real or is this not? And you know the questions to ask. So it is an intelligent way to date the way that I teach. Since the brain requires consistency, which we call homeostasis, to survive, it unconsciously believes that your beliefs are correct, even when they're not. Believing this is a good person, even when the facts are they aren't. And you want to believe it. You want to believe in love because we're human. It's our number one basic need. And uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is to have love and human connection. But as a child, some humans learn to dissociate from life, to survive and try to escape the deeper unconscious messages about themselves. And this is when people don't feel worthy, or if they have someone ghost them on the date, it's like, then nobody loves me, I'm not good enough. No. So these unworthy messages get ingrained inside of us and they show up unconsciously. And this is just a tip of the iceberg of what my clients learn. When you're upset, it's what's called an emotional trigger. One unconsciously feels angered, attacked, fearful, and reacts to a person or event, sometimes really dramatically or sometimes irrationally, when under stress in life 
or in a relationship. And the result, it's always tied to an emotional or physical trauma that occurred to a person while they were very young and innocent. Now, the upper picture shows, you know, kids being afraid of this father screaming and he has an alcoholic bottle in his hands. Anyone that is a child of any parent of addiction, they usually grow up with this fear and need for safety quite a bit. We call that ACOA, used to be called adult child of an alcoholic. And I always said of trauma because I was talking about trauma years ago and it's the same thing. Anybody that had the alcoholic parent, ACOA, has a lot of emotional triggers due to growing up in that household. The narcissist and the sociopaths usually have very traumatic childhoods and then they have this split personality. Call it Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So Dr. Jekyll, this is that sociopath, charmer, narcissist that you meet in the beginning. They're smart, they're successful, they're romantic, they're fun, they're passionate charming, loving, and that's the part you fall in love with. And I hear it all the time. I just want it back to the beginning. I just want that person back who I fell in love with. But the inside is so fragile. And that's Mr. Hyde. And if you've seen the Broadway show or watched the movie and did not know about this, rewatch it. It's fascinating because that was the message they were trying to get out there. Mr. Hyde is a hidden personality type, often a sociopath or a psychopath. A sociopath is someone that uses another without remorse for pleasure, profit, or lifestyle advancement. Now, they're often, which means not all of these, but these are often the characteristics. They're selfish. They want what they want. Impulsive, deceitful, angry quickly, aggressive in their anger, irresponsible, a pathological and a very cunning liar. They're excellent at it. Have grandiose self-worth very manipulative, they lack empathy, they will never apologize. They're usually very promiscuous sexually, they use sex to equal love, they have poor behavioral control, they're prone to boredom, and that makes them impulsive, and they often have addictions. This is the type that really can cause broken hearts, and they come in super strong and super loving. It's really important that you recognize this personality type. Singles, are you really frustrated and tired of the dating scene? Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse or harder to meet someone wonderful, here comes coronavirus. Now you're really feeling the pangs of loneliness and wondering, where do I go from here? The question is, will you be ready? I have designed a brand new mini series for singles called Success in Dating. I cover the top five dating frustrations and most asked for advice from my single for 20 years of coaching them, find them happy relationships. This is a part of my most popular intensive singles program, Dating to Mating, that is four to six months long with a 150 page notebook. But you can do the mini series at home in no time. It's a perfect way to tap into the quality of information in dating to mating and get amazing dating advice from me, your coach, on your audios and videos. Check it out at rihannamilne.com forward slash dating mini series forward slash because it's time to have the love that you deserve. Back in 2011, when I started my research, they were saying one in 25 is sociopathic. Now it's like 1.5 people in five. So one and a half out of five people 
or sociopath. And for single people to be out there in dating world, you really need to know what you're doing so you don't get hurt. For me, when I was hurt, it was up to me to find the answers I needed. No one could help me. Seven therapists had no clue what my partner had, how I was suffering from love trauma. PTSD was about soldiers fighting war, which is real, but there was nothing about love trauma. And I knew that I had post-traumatic stress disorder from what had happened to me. It took me two years of the deep research. And this is when I started writing Love Beyond Your Dreams and coming up with worksheets and my two notebooks. One's called Relationship Rescue. The other one's Dating for Mating for Singles and the other one's for Couples. And my research was my source of healing. Thank God I did what I did. Because when you don't have those answers, and when clients finally come to me, they've tried everything else. Like I said, tons of books and counseling for years, and they're still getting in traumatic relationships. They can't figure out why. And that's where I was. And there's nothing more frustrating than being at the point of, I don't know what I don't know, right? And I knew I couldn't change what I don't understand. So if I don't know it, how can I understand it? So the first thing was understanding it. And that's why I love coaching. The difference is coaching is a teaching model. It's highly educational. I take you where you are and I propel you forward in life, love, business, your, your dreams, your career, your relationships. But as a psychotherapist, I address the trauma piece because you can't get to the dreams and goals if you still have the trauma blocking you or sabotaging you. So we must deal with the trauma healing first which is what I teach first. However, all the skills that I teach in the first couple of classes, we will use over the four to six months that I work with you because we are retraining the brain. We are making the unconscious consciously aware. It takes time. Everything in my trauma studies, it says six months ideally. So if I can have my clients six months, it is ideal. If I can only have them four months, I'll work like crazy to get you the results that we get. And we get the results anyway, but it is practice and understanding and a lot of teaching. My clients have to know that I have to take that time and teach as much to teach. It is earth shattering to learn this because it is just so life altering. As I was learning it, that's why I was so excited. Like I've got to put this into books and I've got to take this message to the world. This is what I call the floodgates open. Like when I was starting to teach my therapy clients this, they were telling other people and then other people and then other people wanted to know this. And this is the same as my graduates. Like Nora was um, referred by uh, Shoshana, one of my graduates. People tell people and they're like, oh my God, I'm recognizing you have some trauma and we can heal this. And Rihanna specializes in this. You're going to feel amazing. It was so cool to have people from all walks of life, all ages, all backgrounds. When I discovered what their childhood traumas were and made the correlations of their patterns of what was showing up as an adult, everything changed for them. Their anxiety went away, their depression, their emotional triggers were just practically gone. And if they showed up, they knew exactly the strategies to handle any challenge that comes their way. Because challenges will. We are in the life school. That's okay. We're not afraid of that, you see. That's what happens. The faulty coping behavior that used to sabotage them and kill the love that they really wanted, it all came to them. This is what I found in some of my research. The dating patterns were the same. First four to six months were always incredible. The falling in love period, because I'm spiritual, a couple of the studies were spiritually based. And they said that humans were ignited by this chemistry to procreate the race. Once the child was born, the guy was out there and the mother had the child. That was it. The four to six months were great. And then right after the 
the attachment of engagement, marriage, living together, things often drastically changed. So it was from four to nine months is when people start seeing the differences. So some things that would show up as fast reactive anger and dramatic responses, emotional numbing or splitting, defensiveness and blame, lack of responsibility, impulsive decisions that hurt the relationship, jealousy and control over the partner, your actions or your, they could be jealous over your family members, your friends, and try to isolate you. Fight or flight, emotional response. This is what often occurs. The anxiety, like I said, that's normally ongoing, leading to exhaustion and moodiness, aggression and rage, the inability to discuss your feelings. Very often the men, especially in the USA society, they are taught not to share their feelings, not to be a sissy, not to cry, just shut down and hold their feelings inside. So I have to re-educate the men to speak in a loving but empowered way about their feelings and their needs when there's an issue. Okay, there's never a reason to yell at your partner, never, unless they're in harm's way. So I have to teach those tools of empowered conversation and being able to listen to your partner's needs. Usually when the body is upset and the brain, which is cortisol reaction, there's very poor focus and memory, mental fog. A lot of my people say, I just feel like out of it. I, I feel mentally just out of it. And that's how my students were. So that's why in early 2000, I had little kids at the elementary school meditating in my office. They thought it was weird, right? Miss Rihanna's relaxation room. My kids would come and meditate and then their grades went up and their friendships went up and they were happier kids because I was able to calm all that cortisol uh, running around in their brain. Often there's a lot of irritability, these bouts of depression, self-medicating starts either with alcohol or other addictive behaviors, self-centered focus. You're always worried about yourself, think other people are out to hurt you. And it's self-focused, but not in a positive way. It's negative. You're so upset with yourself not being who you think you should be at this point in time that you can't even focus on what you should be or what you dream to be. And that's where I turn things around with my clients. Often there's passive aggressive behavior and punishing uh, from your partner. But this child of trauma checklist, like I said, I started using it in New Jersey to get to the root of the issues of my clients. And now I use it in every discovery session that I use with people. As we go along, if you haven't seen this yet, write down if these apply to you, because we're going to go into the correlations that if you have some of these, how these show up in adult life or love. Okay, first one is if your parents or loved ones had any addiction to a substance or compulsive behavior. Now I named 12 of these because I'm an addiction specialist. The ACE study said drugs or alcohol. So that's a big miss. I also want to say, as I go through this list, remember, this is not about blaming and shaming, blaming your parents at this stage of life or feeling ashamed or embarrassed that these things happen to you. These are facts. Did it occur and did it not? And it's funny, like weeks later, I uncovered one. I'm like, oh my God, that did happen to me. So they may not come initially. Very often people have more traumas than they realize. And when I do their one hour discovery session, they often come up then when they're thinking back because the child in coping with this tries to make it not a big deal. That wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, my mom just had a bad day when she whacked me with the belt or want to have excuses for their bad behavior because you love them and you want to have their love and you need to feel safe there. So very often our survival coping mechanisms have 
made these not a big deal. So we're trying to say factually, did they happen? The 12 addictions are drugs, alcohol, sex, meaning you knew your parent was a cheater, porn use, gambling, hoarding, spending, eating, gaming, TV watching, workaholism, and the last one, social media or computer addiction. Those things always came before the partner or the child's interaction. So they were very important. That's what we mean, compulsive behavior. Verbal abuse, witness or received yelling, cursing, verbal put downs or given the silent treatment. Now you could have just witnessed mom and dad fighting all the time, but usually if there's anger in a parent, it comes to you as well. Put downs, verbal slurs that make you feel not good enough. You can never measure up. Try your best and you never hear a compliment. And this is also means you never hear the words, I love you which in us baby boomers, that was huge. I found a lot in the baby boomers, we did not hear that. Kids today hear it more, thank goodness, because it's very important. Emotional abuse, neglect, or witness domestic violence. If you were feeling afraid when you're left alone for long periods of time. Now, I'm going to give client examples, because this is really helpful to understand how it shows up. Because you can see a list and you're like, well, I don't really get it. How does it show up? And all of my clients with their testimonial stories have given me permission to share and help other people on their journey. So Erin was my first client in Delray and actually all my stuff got hijacked by my truck and I had to borrow two chairs in the waiting room. And I said, please forgive me. I really have a beautiful office, but it's been hijacked and I don't have it yet. And I want to start working. And she goes, I don't care about your furniture. I came for you. She's lovely. She was someone that was in an emotional and verbally abusive relationship with a guy for seven years. He was angry. He was toxic. He was using substances. He was cheating. And she wanted to be married and have kids in the worst way. And and I get it because she invested this much time. She thought maybe I can change him. Maybe he'll be better. He screws up. He always promises to do better. And it keeps repeating. She was in that toxic cycle. When she finished with me, she wrote, coaching with Rihanna led me to gain my confidence back, getting to a point of happiness and self-worth again. I was lucky to escape the biggest mistake of my life, that of a marriage to the wrong man who is very toxic. I'm now in the most fantastic, healthiest relationship of my life and have a beautiful baby boy. I'm forever thankful. Now, she's been married uh, with her attorney, who I've seen a lot of times on ABC News. I see all her pictures of her traveling the world with her adorable little boy who's about five years old now, five or six. I'm so happy for her that she has a great man and a very happy, loving relationship because she really deserves it. Childhood trauma goes through at least three generations. If you have trauma, your parents had it, and so did your grandparents. Even recent studies showed that if your great-grandparents were part of the Holocaust, their gene DNA expression had changed making them very highly anxious, making their children the same and the next generation the same. They are doing more and more genetic studies now around the impact of unhealed trauma. Number four is sexual abuse, rape or molestation, also physical abuse. So these could have happened inside or outside of the home. So you could have the idyllic home life, but gotten beat up at school every day. A lot of rape and molestation happens in date rape, unfortunately, not only to women, but also to men. Abandonment from either parents. Now there's two types of abandonment. It's really important to know the difference, but the effect is the same on the brain and the body. So there's fault and no fault abandonment. A fault abandonment would be if the parent was never in your life, if they were into the marriage, a couple broke up and they barely saw you 
And the other one is a fault. Like the parent is still there physically, but emotionally just detached. They're always working. They're always gaming. They don't pay attention to the child. They're always in front of TV, watching football, things like that is an emotional fault abandonment. A no fault abandonment would be similar to one I had. This one came to me those two weeks later. I'm like, yeah, I do remember asking my mom, where's dad and is, when's daddy coming home? She goes, well, I don't know where your father is. And we did not know as a family that my dad was CIA and FBI. We did not know till we got letters from Ronald Reagan and William Casey who ran the FBI at the time when my dad was dying of cancer as a thank you letter from the government for his many years of services. I'm like, aha, that's where he was. That's a no fault because that's how he supported the family and he couldn't tell the family. Another no fault is if somebody leaves to go serve their country in war. It also applies that if a parent died early. Working with kids in a mental health hospital, age five to 19, I saw a lot of abandonment. Kids that had lost their parents were put up for adoption in foster care. These abandonment wounds were very uh, real and very deep. Adoption, foster care, I had to live with other family or friends or relatives away from home. One of my clients said, well, Rihanna, I never wanted to go home. My mom was drunk and my parents were fighting. I chose my friend's house. I said, yes, that counts under number six wanting to live at another person's house. This is a beautiful example of one of my lovely lesbian clients, Karen. She came to me in New Jersey and she was always anxious, often depressed and had these fits of anger. And she didn't know why. And she wanted to change. She just said she had very low self-esteem and she had several no-fault abandonments. Karen writes, at age 36, my world was spiraling out of control. I thought I wasn't good enough and people in life would be better without me. I didn't know how to love myself. When I was 14, I lost my dad. He died. At 28, I lost my sister. And at 35, her mom died. All the people that loved me left me. I never really learned how to deal with all the loss and I had a few not so good relationships. I was full of anger and rage. Rihanna helped me heal, accept and love myself and my wonderful partner, Raj. And I was the officiant at their wedding. I was so thrilled. They have this amazing, loving relationship. She learned all the skills. She's peaceful, loving. And once you get this, like I said, the relationships, they stay together. And it's so great that I've been in this business so long. So I can see that the relationships are working and time-tested, right? The last of the 10. Personal trauma. This is the biggest one that most people identify with. Feel worthless. There's some guilt or shame. You've been bullied. You feel different. You might've had a medical condition. Maybe you were failing in school or identified as ADHD and had to be pulled out in classes. And remember, as a full-time trauma counselor, SEC counselor, they called us in New Jersey, student assistance counselor, we dealt with the emotional issues. And these were all my kids in my school. So it was up to me to make them feel amazing, to be able to calm themselves down, to be able to negotiate their differences through communication skills. And it's amazing to see kindergarten through sixth graders be able to deal with their trauma and their grades and their happiness and their friendship levels going up. Sibling trauma. <clears throat> okay, this is around the siblings. So your sibling could have been born with a medical issue. So mom and dad had to give them more time. The sibling might have bullied you. And there might have been a sibling in your house known as the golden child. So I didn't say those words, but they were favored. So maybe they were the star athlete 
or the handsomer, more beautiful one, or the smarter student in school and you're always compared. Why can't you be like your brother, right? We all know what we're talking about, that golden child. If you weren't it, you really, you felt that. Okay, nine has two parts because community trauma was, used to be trauma 11. And when I do my podcast, my interviews, I have that now as part of nine because it is rampant. With COVID, we have all experienced community trauma. This is a global pandemic that's impacted all of us in some way. That is an example of community trauma. So is our mother nature of events, our floods, fires, hurricanes, mudslides that wipe out whole communities. So is our mass shootings, our school shootings, these are when the communities are as impacted. When I was a little girl, we barely heard this. And like I said, there are more than 10 traumas. That used to be number 11 on my list. It is now part of nine. Because community trauma impacts the family. Prior to COVID, family trauma could be frequent moves, like our military families moving all the time, making the kids the new kid in school. Loss of home by flood, fire, poverty level, living in a dangerous neighborhood. If a parent was incarcerated, living in an active war zone. One of my clients um, is from Lebanon and she was a child growing up during the war. She goes, Rihanna, I don't know if I'd wake up every day alive or not. That's war trauma in an active war zone. And that is quite severe around safety issues and attachment and abandonment issues. Number 10, unstable parent with mental health conditions. So the two most difficult is bipolar and borderline. Quickly, bipolar is manic depressive. A manic phase is usually wrapped around an addiction, like a drinking spree, a spending spree, a gambling spree. It can be a high and happy time, but it's usually mixed with an addiction. And depression can show up as checking out emotionally, extreme fatigue, or anger even. And then borderline to me is the most difficult this is extreme moodiness. When they're good, they're great. They can be really fun. But when they're bad, they're really horrendous. And the little child doesn't know which one they're going to get. And that parent can snap out with anger at the littlest thing no one else would get angry at. That's why it's so hard to get beyond. Also, any parent that's narcissistic, has depression, ongoing anxiety, they're constantly critical, controlling, there's fast trigger anger, or your parent bullied you. Just as an example, my, my one gentleman I'm working with now had a very critical mother. And anytime his wife would say the littlest thing, he would like get so upset. And she said, I'm just trying to talk to you about it. But he internalized it. He got emotionally triggered. She's picking on me. She's criticizing me. Now, consciously, he wasn't aware that it was an emotional trigger from his childhood until he really worked on it. And then he learned to identify, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? How can I soothe myself? How can I choose differently? How can I choose my words, my actions? And then have a great conversation with her needs. So there's a lot of steps that my clients learn. Daniel came to me. He was in his young 20s. He, I first had a sister and his sister do, did so well. He was in counseling. She goes, wait, I want to do this. So his mom put him in with me. And he's a great young guy. He says he had emotional, verbal, personal, and family trauma around his dad. His story is at the start of my coaching, I was doing badly in college, at work, and in my love life. I had nothing that was going right. I was angry and depressed over my dad and mom fighting all the time, then him leaving our family for another woman. My confidence was at an all-time low. 
Brianna got me over the anxiety, depression, and self-doubt that my speech impediment, a stutter, had given me. I'm more focused and on achieving my goals now, and I got beyond all my fears. This program is truly a life-changing experience, and I feel amazing and even met the girl of my dreams. So why he was with me, he did meet a girl, and he's so cute and so handsome, but he didn't like himself. And he was so paranoid about his stutter, and that was the second gentleman I worked with to stop the stutter in their life. And he advanced to manager of his restaurant, and he was just a, a service guy before. You know, to see the changes that happen within six months are just like earth-changing. It's really a beautiful privilege I have. Do you feel you have at least one to three of the childhood traumas. That's what my research showed back in 2011. More research, a common research now is showing people have more because at least everyone has COVID. So we all don't know we have at least one. As I was telling you, the research today is all people have childhood traumas. And then when I work with my people, I, I consider the severe index of one to 10. One is very light, 10 is very severe. And when I know what they are for my clients through the interview process that I do with module one, Awake to Awareness, then I know these are the areas that I have to particularly pay attention to, to help them heal in those areas. Many little T events with low severity or one large tra trauma um, that could have had a major emotional trigger influence they tend to rule your life and ruin your relationships in the same way. So it could be big T or little T traumas. Being triggered leads to explosion when you don't know what to do because it's the body system. The Kaiser study came up with a great quote. I loved it. Your biography, who you are inside becomes your biology. So your life story impacts you on the inside, your brain and your body cells. And if we don't heal this stuff, it it lends to early disease and early death, right? So we wanna take care of it. The parts of us that are angry, fearful, and anxious explode when one is triggered. Remember the automatic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system, they get heated and they're on overload when having a stressful event that relates to the pain from the original past trauma. So it's something you hear, smell, see, in some way you are triggered. And that trauma that's stored in there that has not been released yet or healed explodes. It's usually through anger, you know, or it could be shutting down for days, you know, internalizers get quiet, externalizers explode with anger or in other ways. The story of your life does affect your brain and your body cells. Do you have any of these sabotaging behaviors? You know, really think if any of this is controlling your life, be rest assured, this can be healed. Here are some of the patterns and signs of unhealed childhood trauma with love trauma. And if, you know, either you have them, maybe an ex-partner had them, so you can kind of consider that, or maybe you both have them because people of trauma attract people of trauma. The first one is control. Control comes from where you maybe had no control of a child as a child in your household. You lack control in your life. Jealousy, you might have been bullied, you didn't feel good enough, so you're jealous and you try to hold too tight to your partner thinking someone else will steal them away. People pleasing, this is a very common one that people use around a very difficult parent to get love and not to get punished. There was a lot of verbal abuse that could have happened. If you had bullying as a teen or you felt not accepted, you may people please others to have a friend and overdue because you have this need to be liked and accepted, or you do it to keep the peace with your difficult partner. 
So people pleasing is really rampant with my folks and I have to teach boundaries and that it's okay to say no, you know, the self-love instead of loving the other so much that you are always last. The person lies for no reason. This usually comes from a child that was so afraid to tell the truth that they would have gotten beat or screamed at. So they learned to be a brilliant liar. They figured as a kid, I got a 50% shot. I get away with it. If I lie, I won't get in trouble. So that's where lying comes from. If you're a parent, it's really critical. And when I work with parents, I teach them this method to make sure they know how to talk to their children in a safe and loving way. The word discipline is from the Bible. It means to teach, to teach in a better way. I hate when I hear parents say, you should know better because really, no, they shouldn't. It's our jobs to model by whom we are and to teach a better way. Kids are supposed to make their mistakes. The worst thing we can do is yell and scream at them. Next one is manipulate and seduce. They use charm or humor to be like. I did a huge study at Penn State for my undergrad, actually in broadcasting, on comedians. And I found so many comedians had extreme childhood trauma. They had a high need to be liked, so they used humor as kids in school to get the kids to laugh or the teacher to laugh. If they were failing, if they used humor, the teacher would say, well, he's a cute kid. I'll give him the better grade. They learned to manipulate through being charming and fun. Someone says, oh, I really want someone with a good sense of humor. I'm like, watch out. This is the conclusion to tape one. Please go to tape two and pick up the class at the same spot. Hope you're enjoying it and I'll talk to you soon. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. If you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.